So we've had supply chain issues since the beginning, pretty much, of the pandemic. And that, of course, has been exacerbated by this labor shortage. More and more workers have become sick with Omicron. And now a looming vaccine mandate for truck drivers. That threatens the supply of goods even further. Dennis Darby is the CEO of Canadian Manufacturers and Exporters and joins us now here on Global News Radio. Dennis, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, January 15th, that is the deadline for truckers when it comes to a vaccine. It's a projected up to 15% of that workforce will be sidelined because of this vaccine mandate. Just how much of an impact would that have, Dennis, on goods and their availability, do you think? Well, so first of all, you always keep in mind that the vast majority of the trade between Canada and the U.S. goes by truck. I mean, the rail is important, air is important, but most of it goes by truck, thousands per day. Uh, and this is really part of our North American supply chain. We're bringing parts and goods back and forth, sometimes two or three times to the same product. So having the that free flow of goods right through the pandemic is actually was a priority for is a priority for both governments. In fact, I remind everyone, since the start of the pandemic, the commercial traffic has been able to flow, even though when the border was closed for us for you know for you know personal vacation reasons, we were able to keep um, keep the, the the goods moving back and forth. So yeah, this is a this is a an impediment and one that we that we uh, as customers of the trucking industry are saying, oh, this is uh, this this is significant. Okay, are there any goods or a certain sector that is particularly threatened? We're seeing reports today about uh, possible food shortages that uh, some grocery store shelves might be empty. Well, so let let me let's let's back up just for a second. At the at the end of the day, it's tr- I think what you you said off the top. Yeah, the the estimates from the industry about fifteen percent of their of their uh, drivers are not vaccinated, so they'll have difficulty crossing back into Canada when they go and deliver in the U.S. And that doesn't mean 15% of all the trucks. Certainly, uh, you know, there are some some uh, companies have already made arrangements to pay to uh, you know to make sure that they've got vaccinated drivers. I think at the end of the day, though, you are correct. What what could potentially happen is what we've seen earlier in the pandemic, uh, where where you where some products were delayed getting on the shelf. Because remember that Canada and the U.S produce goods together. And so what happens is, you know, we don't produce, you know, all the things that are in your grocery store, we don't produce them all in Canada. We produce some and sell them to the US, but much of it comes across the border. So it's in the, it's in consumer products and it also uh, industrial products. So like automotive uh, products, because parts go back and forth across the border. So all we're, ta- what we're expecting is that there's a the potential to slow things down because as, as the drivers are, are stuck trying to come back across the border. So that's why we've asked the government, say, can you delay this and allow the transportation industry to work with its people and you work with them to make sure that we can continue to keep things flowing because it's worked so far through the pandemic. Uh, We understand why you need to get vaccinated. We support it, but uh, we need to find a way to make sure this doesn't become another supply chain slowdown that we've been facing all through the, the last two years. Yeah, I want to go back to what you just said about the automotive sector, because that occurred to me as well. This is just not consumer goods we're talking about. These are industrial goods. And is there the potential? I mean, one of the ramifications or spinoff effects of this could be, sadly, that we might see some uh, layoffs just because, uh, you know, industry can't get their hands on materials that they need. Well, right right now, as I think you said off the top, right now, a lot of companies have had to slow down production anyway because of absenteeism, because of Omicron, because, you know, people are in the abundance of caution are staying home. So we've seen companies ratchet down production anyway, and that's eventually going to affect down the stream, because if I can't produce the part that my the next person in line needs, uh, everyone's going to slow down. Um, and and that, yes, that could lead to left. You saw it in the automotive industry when they couldn't get the uh, the parts from Asia. 
the very small, uh, you know, integrated circuits, and that caused layoffs, uh, you know, temporary layoffs all over the place. Um, we're hopeful that this won't do that. We're hopeful that at the end of the day, we will have some kind of resolution that will allow um, the, the, those that are crossing into the U.S. Because remember, it's about truckers, Canadian truckers crossing into the U.S. by and large are the ones that it will be coming back. Uh, you know, now that, you know, let's hope that we can find a way to, first of all, make sure that we're not sending uh, through these various transportation, not sending drivers who they know are going to have trouble coming back. Uh, but certainly there is a chance for some temporary slowdowns. And uh, we've done it before through the pandemic. And, uh, you know, whether it's the, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the weather situation in BC or the difficulties in the ports, uh, we've had a lot of headwinds in the last couple of years. I only got about 30 seconds, but I wanted to ask you your take as head of uh, Canadian exporters and manufacturers. Uh, what sort of effect do you think this might have on prices? I mean, inflation is already at a 20-year high, and this seems like it's more bad news for families. No, no question. We've seen through the pandemic, as we start, we look at the at the uh, at the commodity prices, uh, there's been upward pressure. Uh, is most certainly, I think that's you know, regrettably, what happens when when materials or ingredients are in short supply uh, and demand is high, you tend to get some price inflation. Let's hope that it, this is temporary. I mean, I, I I agree with the Bank of Canada who said they think this is temporary, and you know, temporary might be a year or two, but it's it you know, it, I agree with you entirely. It's a it's a difficult situation, uh, and and when we started the pandemic, this was the last thing I thought we'd be dealing with would be uh, you know this kind these kinds of supply chain issues, but they're, they're here and we've got to address them. All right, Dennis Darby, CEO of Canadian Manufacturers and Exporters. Dennis, appreciate the time. Thanks so much this afternoon. Thank you. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.